With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing basketball. 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 Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. All right, welcome to Coaching Youth Hoops. I got to use my radio voice more often. My radio yeah, you got voice. a good radio voice. I do have a, I have a face for radio and I have a voice for radio. I really do. Um, there's less money in radio than teaching. Yep. So. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Maybe that's yeah. why I started podcasting. Well, that's why we're going YouTube, right, as well. YouTube These are and podcasts. I'm telling you, I, I've had so many people. I mean, that's why I got into podcasting because it's like I – if I had a nickel for everyone and said, I have like, your voice really works well. You should be in radio. Yeah. Soon. And it's like, um, you know, blah, 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 whatever. That's why I started. That's why I initially like five years ago, started the podcast. It's like, okay, we'll give this a shot. I can sit and talk about stuff. That's easy. Um, all right. So Did you know that um, I've been on TV though. Huh? Did you know that I was on TV? You were on TV. What were you yeah. a newscaster? No. Uh, weatherman. I did a commercial with uh, Steph Curry. Uh, I was his trainer in a television co- commercial a few years ago uh, for a Chase commercial. Yeah, and uh, did you get his autograph? Different television shows. My wife—that's my wife. That's what she does. She's a television producer. She a lot of home and garden TV shows. So sometimes when they like, oh my gosh, we need somebody. She's like, can you do this? So does she? Uh, does she? Okay, so okay, so did you get his autograph? I did not because it was strictly forbidden. Oh, so they brought it up. Like, you did know, you get a picture with him? Did your wife take a picture? Um, she wasn't there, but I. Uh, there's a video. I can send you the video of the commercial. And oh, I would take a snap. I would somehow get that like a, a picture of that so I could put it in my office. It was it was crazy. It was um, yeah. Anyway, I, I it was fun. It was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it was. I had a juggle. 
I had a juggle with him and I'm like, I never juggled. You know, he, you know, he does that tennis ball juggling uh -huh. thing. I had to learn how to do that that day. And I'm like, oh boy, okay. Two balls were easy. And then his trainer came in, his actual trainer who I was playing, right. said, that's not what we do. That's not how we do it. He's got to have four balls. And I'm like, oh God. So I had to learn in an hour how to do, how to juggle with him with four balls. It was pretty fun. He's, a, by the way, I have to say, he, this was awesome. I was, we were doing the uh, ball juggling. He, he dropped one of the balls. Okay. He turned to the producer and said, that was me. That was, that was my fault. That's not his. That was on him because apparently, and I should probably shouldn't say this, but apparently LeBron James, even if LeBron James dropped the ball, he would have blamed it on me in this case. And he's apparently that's something he's about, that says something about Steph. Exactly. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is a whole side note. I think Steph has changed the game more than any player in the last 15 years. Mm, I agree. Because yeah. of, of the amount of threes every youth player is shooting. Anyway, that's a whole – well, that's a different podcast. All right, before we do that, youth let's get – shoot threes. <laughs> youth, yeah. Anyway, that's right. a podcast. We should have – write that down. We should do a podcast on shooting threes at the youth level because I have a lot of feelings about that. Anyway, um, so before we do that, let's let's give a big shout out. First of all, to our Facebook group, go over and type in "coaching youth hoops" into Facebook, and I'll put the, the link. All these links will be be down below. Um, but go over and check that out. Um, Coach Collins is starting a membership for coaching youth hoops coaches. All of you, all over the world. I, like I was telling you, I talked to a coach over in Melbourne. Uh, Geez, last week. Um, but anyway, coachingyouthhoops.com. Go over and, and check that out. And it's one stop shop for youth basketball coaches. And then coach is going to talk about basketballpracticeplans.com. Coaches, no need to uh, create your practice plans for the for your season. Have already done it. You got your blobs, your slobs, your offense, your defense, all done for you. Written descriptions, videos, everything you need to, to run a successful program. Stop running late into practice and going to YouTube or Google and searching for a few drills. Just print these out and go bring them, um, put them on your phone. One-stop all... shop, baby. One-stop shop. One -stop. Hey, you got everything so, right there. so here's, we were talking about like last week about some of my pet peeves anyway, and we definitely did it off the air. So yeah. do you call them inbounds plays or out of bounds plays? Ah, uh, interesting. Uh, I I know. I, I've been. Yeah, it's funny. It's, that's that. a tough. That's a tough call. Like usually yeah. in a sport, there's like one terminology. Correct. And I, I don't know. You know, side out of bounds plays. I everyone calls it side out of bounds. I think. I don't think I've heard any other vernacular with that. But inbounds or out of bounds it is literally like two separate. They're the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it's one of those I things that always driven me bonkers. Blobs and blobs, baseline out of bounds and sidelines out of bounds, right? And I uh it's really Yeah, but then but then you have different types of you have different types of slobs and then you have different types of blobs. Because you have full court blobs, you have half court blobs, you know. Anyway, this is this is what Bill and I do. We go down a rabbit hole and like. All right, what are we talking about today, Coach? <laughs> We're not talking about this, but we. I would in the comments down below tell me which one you use: inbounds or out of bounds. I'd love yeah, to know because it's kind of like that, like you know, the chicken or the egg thing. So let me tell. Right. I want to know which one you pick. So down in the comments, um, 
down below. Again, hey, hey, if you like this podcast, leave a review. I was just going to mention that. We need yeah. more ratings. Leave yeah. more ratings, leave reviews if you like this. Because I know a lot of youth coaches have reached out and said they like this. If you do, Spotify, Apple, Apple is king. But either one of them, you can leave a review. Um, and we would love that. Greatly and we'll, and it, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make a pledge right now to coach. If you leave a comment, I will read the comment on the next podcast. Awesome. Now, if it's Give a horrible one, I might that. lose it. But if it's a good one, I'll definitely read it. Uh, there we go. All right. What's today's uh, What's today's topic? Should you teach plays or an offense in youth basketball? That came from one of my coaches uh, at a coaching clinic I did, and I thought that's a great topic uh, for you and I to have on our podcast. Uh, and and if you do teach plays. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, w- at what age should you teach plays? So uh, I have a philosophy. You go uh, first you know, this think, time. Yeah, I think, you know, teach them how to play, not plays. And I think if you teach them how to play first, they will, then it's easier, easier to run plays. Uh, how, what is, and how to play, what does that mean? Um, pa- simple, um, you know, uh, cutting and passing and screening. Then you can just run, you know, catching, passing and, sorry, passing and catching. <laughs> really important. Passing and you got to be able to catch the ball, uh, be able to cut through the lane, screen, and working together as a five person team, right? In some sort of motion or movement that everybody's a little bit in sync. Not doesn't have to be perfect, but there is some sort of continuity to your movement. Because then I think from there, you can always teach them uh, a quick hitter or a way to get the ball, you know, to your guard, right? Your wing, um, whatever that might be. That's my my brief uh, thoughts on that. Yeah. So here's, here's, here's what I'm, here's what I think about this. So I think if you're dealing with kindergartners, first grade, there's a, there's a stretch. I think at the third, you know, the second or third grade level, you can have an, you can teach them a play by doing an out of bounds play. Correct. Or, you know, I think, I think special teams. Yeah. It's called special. (laughs) You teach them an easy stat. I mean, they will love that. They'll think it's fun. Um, you know, so I think there's a difference going under us getting off track about slobs and blobs. I think it's even at the youngest age, as long as they kind of know, you can probably teach them a, a baseline out of bounds play, something basic. Um, don't get it made <laughs> literally cut here, the kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't think you need, I think, I, I think maybe by the end of elementary, you need some plays, maybe. Or quick hit. I call them quick hitters again. Some yeah. of them, you know, whatever they are. Um, but definitely by middle school, I think you I again offensively, I think you should have some sort of motion. You should teach them how to play. But I think yeah. you can I think it's a stack. 
right? And as as, yeah. as they go along in that in this progression from let's say first grade to eighth grade, that the progression should get more complex. And, mm-hmm. and it's teaching, it's like I'm not going to teach yeah. a first grader the same math as I'm teaching an eighth grader. So I'm going to get more complicated as I go. Um, I don't think you need the uh, Kentucky playbook by the time they're in eighth grade. <laughs> uh, I think you need, you know, a, a handful of out of bounds, a couple out of bounds plays, a couple quick hitters, maybe a zone off. I mean, there's things that you can do. Um, I think what you want to do is add to their toolbox. Like, so when they go off to high school, they've, they've, they've run sets, they've run plays, they've run maybe even a structured offense rather than a motion offense they've run. And again, this wasn't the question, but they've run a different defense rather than just one. I just think I want my players to come to me with as many tools in that toolbox as they can. The third grader does not need many tools in their toolbox. They don't need a. They probably maybe don't even need a tool. They maybe need a, you know, a screwdriver, maybe, you know, kind of thing. So I think that's where the progression in the teacher in me comes out that you got to kind of teach the the progression of it as they go along. I don't think it's a yes or no on, on either part. I just think it's a progression as you move along that, that line. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think it definitely is a progression and, you know, you, you know, you, if you consider your, you know, sideline, and your baseline out of bounds plays or inbound plays, as we were having the discussion, uh, the uh, you, you know those are plays, right? And you have to have uh, uh, one of them. I, I also add. Well, I have this is probably another tangent we can talk about. Another, yeah, we can't go on another uh, tangent, Coach, because I know you have to go to pr- to the practice. So we'll, we'll, I do. I have to, so yeah, so I so so wrap up. Yeah. Do you have any more on this? See, I'm 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 the producer. I'm wrapping in. That's right. Keeping us on schedule. Um, no. So okay. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. So plays um, limit. It's a progression as they get older. You can teach them plays as they're younger. Teach them how to play. Um, yes. Put a huge emphasis on fundamentals. Um, they got to be able to dribble. They got to be able to catch and uh, yes. uh, and pass and catch and and shoot. Uh, you know, and have some form, right? Yeah. And that takes time. And if you're going to not spend time on there and spend time in your plays, I don't care what offense you have or what plays you run. If they can't do the fundamentals, you have nothing. Have so nothing. again, big fundamental as a base, and then layer on your offense. Kids will always find a way to score. Yes, always find they a way will to score. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Coach. Sports Social Podcast Network.